And talking about driving the bus, you won't have to actually drive the bus very long, at least according to Uber. For example, in Pittsburgh, they will be introducing a fleet of self-driving automobiles this summer. Uh, Max Chafkin is technology reporter for Bloomberg Businessweek. He can be followed on Twitter at C-H-A-F-K-I-N, Chafkin. All right, <laughs> Chafkin. You're going to get in one of those uh, autonomous uh, Volvos that uh, Uber is going to well, be presenting in Pittsburgh? I have to tell you, I, I was in one of Uber's uh, self-driving cars in Pittsburgh last month as part of the reporting on this story. Um, this is huge news in the world of self-driving cars, and I guess more broadly in the in the tech world, which has been sort of... Uh, you know, vaulting towards uh, this space. Google and Apple, uh, of course, are both uh, plotting sort of uh, self-driving Uber-like services. And what Uber has done, although they they are probably not ahead of of Google technologically, they went to market fast, and um, which has kind of been their their calling card. And and so that's pretty crazy. The other thing that we're reporting in the story that's um, out today for Business Week is that Uber is buying a company called Auto, which is a driverless truck company that was founded by a a number of key members of the Google self-driving car um, team. So uh, they're paying something like a little under $700 we think. Um, So it's really a big coup for for Uber in this kind of race to be first uh, in self-driving. Your uh, story notes, of course, that Pittsburgh is home to Carnegie Mellon University's robotics department, and that uh, Google worked with CMU to get this off the ground. Tell us about that part of the story. So this is kind of an angle that, um, you know, I don't think everyone realizes, but CMU is like the place to do robotics uh, and machine learning research in the United States. Um, Sebastian Thrun, who was uh, the guy who created the Google uh, self-driving car, um, was a, a professor there. The guy who who was running the Google program uh, and just left, Chris Urmson, came out of CMU. What Uber did, and this is this was sort of mind blowing in the world of of academia uh, 18 months ago. Basically, went to Pittsburgh and hired 40 researchers at CMU in basically one fell swoop. Uh, shook things up in the in the robotics department and the robotics field. And um, since then, you know, CMU has has hired new professors. That they seem to be doing fine. But Uber has, um, you know, created this pretty impressive team in, in Pittsburgh that has like 500 people. They're also, as we reported in, in the story, they're opening uh, two new offices, one in Palo Alto, one in San Francisco. So we're seeing these self-driving cars in Pittsburgh, um, you know, starting now or soon. Uh, in the next, you know, couple of weeks, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if we start to see them in Palo Alto and in uh, San Francisco. Max, the cars, these Volvos, these XC90 SUVs, uh, they're made by Volvo. Volvo, of course, owned by China's uh, Geely Holding uh, Group. What kind of technology is going into this? Is it pri- proprietary or are they using chips? I mean, we heard yesterday from Mark Fields, the chief executive of Ford, uh, talking about Velodyne uh, LiDAR, the uh, sensor technology company. What goes into these cars? So it's all a little bit fuzzy right now, but let me let me tell you what we know. One is that, and we reported this today, but uh, Uber and Volvo will spend $300 million together to develop a base car. Now that car, uh, what I would imagine is it'll come out sort of as a Volvo self-driving car uh, by 2021 and a Uber taxi version uh, around the same time. The cars that are out now are uh, basically modified uh, Volvos. And, and my, I don't know for sure, 
like where the mix of labor is, but I wouldn't be shocked to fi- if I found out that most of that was happening in Pittsburgh. One interesting thing about this auto acquisition, you bring up LIDAR. Auto makes its own LIDAR. So right now, those cars in Pittsburgh are using, I believe, Velodyne sensors. But I think one of the things, the interesting things about this acquisition is they could probably bring that in-house. And I, I'm, I, I think that's almost certainly what's what they're thinking about. Safety, um, you know, big concern, especially after the Tesla uh, driver was killed hitting a truck. Yeah, and, and it's, it's important to say um, that... First of all, with the pilot program, there are safety drivers in the cars. There are also co-pilots who are sitting there taking notes. Everything that happens in the car is recorded, um, which is a little, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, different. Um, uh, the other thing is, and, and this is something that Tesla has argued, and, and I think Uber um, will argue as well, there's a belief that it, not too long from now, it's going to become clear that these things are safe. And, and, so, and so even though there are a few accidents, regulators will come on board. Well, Max Chafkin, uh, I know you're so glad you're going to be tracking a force and riding in those self-driving cars before I do. I want to make sure they're safe before I hop on board without those human monitors. Humans aren't safe either. There you go. Max Chafkin. Hey, I'm a great driver. <laughs> Technology reporter for Bloomberg Business Week. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. This is Bloomberg.